Hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folders and Backlist, the mid-morning solo cipher. It's a girl, yours truly will be read. Wishing everyone a terrific Tuesday. I hope you guys are feeling blessed. I hope y'all all got a lot of rest. I hope you're focused and ready to put in that work. Word to mother, we all have to put in work. It's just part of the plan. It's part of the day. Nothing comes easy or for free. Everything costs what? Time, ends, or money, guys. So when you prepare for it, it usually goes smoothly. I hope you're all prepared, ready, willing, and able to shape your best motherfucking life as you see fit. Much love. Ashe. Um, Today, guys, I want to jump right into topic. I want to talk about falling off the wagon. And I know that term is normally coins to addiction and relapse, rather, but... <clears throat> how you want to use it we all fall off a wagon at some point in times in our journey so um first of all what's meant by the wagon what are wagons wagons are tools to carry shit right they're um usually four wheel on four wheels they usually have depth again they can carry they're either pulled or you know yeah, they're pulled. They're never driven. You pull it, an animal pulls it, a person pulls it, right? <clears throat> so the whole idea, you know, y'all know I love imagery, so we just got to walk through this one. So we got this, um, you know, this wagon. It's a support system. It's something that carries us. It's strong. It's dependable. It's moving. You know what I'm saying? On Along this road, hopefully towards our best existence, right? That's the only direction we ever really want to go. Mm. So, when I say fall off the wagon, guys, I don't just mean, <clears throat> you know, the traditional relapse. I mean, when we, when we fall off of our support, off of our habits, off of our routines that we've established that have actually carried us and taken us along the way. Let's really think about this, guys. How many times have you guys started something new that was actually productive and wonderful and kept up with it? I had a nice conversation yesterday with a woman who noticed that I didn't order any meat in my um meal. And she, you know, we started talking and she was telling me how she's a vegetarian or she was a vegetarian for seven years. And I asked her, you know, what, what made you change that lifestyle? And I'll get into that late, um, later. But, you know, it was and she spoke so highly of it, like how much she enjoyed it and how the benefits were it of it were. But it only lasted seven years for her. That was, you know, the extent of her journey on that to date. Y'all know me. Y'all know I encourage her to get back on that, right? Right. But um, even with me personally, me and my working out journey, like, I love to work out. I love to work out. And it's like, I'll get in this rhythm where I'm working out at minimum 20 minutes a day. I'm working out every day. Sometimes I'm working out twice a day. Um, I'm implementing different types of workouts. I'm doing yoga. I'm doing strength. I'm doing flexibility training. I'm doing fucking dance. I'm doing... um. Just all kinds of different things. You like calisthenics. Like I'll be dead. When I'm on my rhythm, I'm on my rhythm and I'll be on it. 
then I just lose the flow. I don't, you know what the fuck happened? Word. I've never quit smoking. I ain't gonna say. How many times have y'all quit smoking? I know. I don't even try. I'm not gonna lie. My friends will tell you. Niggas and my mom will tell you. No one has ever heard me say, I'm gonna quit. Uh, that's just not me. I like to smoke. But I know a lot of people who would like to quit and actually have tried quitting, whether it was weed smoking. I know people who are stopped smoking cigarettes and stopped smoking even heavier drugs. And then, you know, it was working for them. They were healthy. They were enjoying the difference, the money flow. And then they're back on it. What does What is that with us? It's just human beings. What is it about us that we can actually establish a, a healthy and positive routine that we actually see benefits from? Whether it's when you quit smoking, now you, you got more money, um, shit, you got a better lung capacity. When you start exercising, you're noticing that um, you're losing weight or that your body is shaping out um, fuller how you want it to look. You realize that you got more stamina. You realize that um, you got more focus. But eating right, you know, sometimes, and it don't even have to be as dramatic, for, as some people would say, as to become a vegetarian. But even just reducing the amount of meat or cutting out sugars or um, regular listeners, y'all know my struggle with coffee, right? Like, how many, and I've done that. I've cut, I've been able to successfully remove coffee from my diet one two, three times in my life. And once it lasted over two years, like I just, nope, no more coffee. And I liked it. I liked how my body responded towards it. Um, I like how my insides responded towards it. Coffee is a fucking, you know, it's a stimulant. Like It was nice to have my body on a regular fucking flow that it was its own. But I don't know when I picked up another cup and it's like I haven't put it back down. Because like I'm sure most people who quit cigarettes don't know when they picked up a cigarette again and then they just started smoking. As human beings, we have a yes is a flow, a thing with flow and how just we expand just naturally. But we have a tendency to just be going sometimes and no matter how good the decisions we make and how beneficial the results are, sometimes I think when we're not mindful, when we're not, that's my favorite phrase, when we're not conscious, it's so easy for even the best decisions that we make to be reverted and to, you know, just fall apart sometimes. And it doesn't have to be a dramatic fall apart. Like, you know what I mean? Again, I don't even fucking know how I picked up the coffee. Is it dramatic? I mean, I guess you could say it's dramatic. Sometimes I'll be talking to you guys, I'll be fucking coughing up my lungs, and it's not even necessarily from the weed, it's from the fucking cream and the coffee. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. We be picking up habits and shit, well, we'll revert back to habits that, you know, aren't the best for us when we be honest with ourselves. And I guess we get so comfortable in it. We don't decide to change. Maybe it's just the fact that we don't even realize it, that we can't make a change. I'm not exactly sure. And that's the purpose of today's topic. I want us to talk about this. What wagons have been carrying you through journeys of life that have been productive and been 
really a support to you that you fell off of. Not the ones that you're still riding through. Those are your chariots. You own them shits. Ride. But for the wagons that we have, you know what I mean? Tumbled off, tumbled over on. I think it's really, really, really necessary and worth reflecting on that. Because if it's if we can identify the same way we always are striving to identify the things that are necessary for our best life, a lot of the times the things that we need, we've already experienced in one way or another. We just either lost our way, lost contact, lost um, the passion, the drive, the discipline. We got to get back on this wagon, guys. We got to be able to move step forward. And the only way we could do that is by identifying these. So that's what I want to talk about. So for me, the best method or the method, I guess, that yield the best results for identifying um, my individual wagons and the points where I fell off was to understand the necessity of them. Because realistically, all of, all of these wagons are a part of our support system. Their habits, their routines, their methods that we've developed to carry us through our journey for one reason and one reason or another, excuse me. But the method that worked for me was to understand what made me get the wagon in the first place. I talked about my um, back and forth with exercise. When it comes to yoga, very specifically, I developed a discipline for yoga to strengthen my ability to balance life. I understand how the mind-body-soul connection works. Regular listeners, you know I'm always telling you guys, you can't just work on one. You got to work on all. Everything has to stay in balance. And I noticed I was struggling keeping balance mentally, keeping balance financially. And I've always been a clumsy person. So I decided, fuck it. Let's see. I'm, I'm struggling with the mental. I'm struggling with the aspects that are not necessarily tangible and physical. Let me take control where I can. Let's work on the physicality. So I started practicing yoga. I started working on my physical balance. And believe it or not, it really didn't take long for my body to develop strength and balance, which allowed me to mentally strengthen my ability to balance, to balance my emotions, to balance my fears, to balance my reactions like it just i came in such an alignment through one they all aligned now that was a that was a necessity right fast forward to today i do i still do my yoga but i don't have that discipline i was doing yoga at minimum 20 minutes a day every single day sometimes i did it twice a day now if i i'll be honest with you guys if i can get Three days in a week, I'm mad proud of myself. Why did I fall off that wagon? I didn't need it anymore. I mean, the results are magnificent, and I'll need the results 
for the rest of my life. So why wouldn't I just continue through? The absolute necessity of it diminished. I actually achieved a level of balance that I've never had before. And in a sense, I settled. It was good enough. I did what I wanted. So now let's carry on. And if you guys are honest with yourself, when a, with self-analyzation and thinking about your own wagons and what parts of the journey they carried you, most of the time it's because it served its purpose. We talked about the weed smoking. Like I said, I know people who have stopped smoking weed for whatever the reason. That's the thing. They had a reason. And once they passed the drug test, once they got the job, once whatever the they reaped the benefit of the sacrifice, and they said, they, they fell off. It didn't matter how beneficial it was. Like I said, besides the maybe let's say the job promotion. I'm sure health quality improve. We all know finances improve. Anything you spend money on, when you stop spending money on it, you grow money. So you know what I mean? They see more than one level of advancement from stopping. My bad, y'all. I think I was talking about um, the weed smoking, right? With all the benefits that occurred you know, these people that, you know, I'm personally thinking about, they, once the benefits was reaped, they went back to the habit. And a lot of us do that. That's why I said, you know, it's falling off the wagon. We have to, when we develop, I'm not going to say what we have to do, but what I'm finding most beneficial for myself is honestly revisiting these wagons. And again, Understanding the necessity behind them to understand why we develop these habits as well as understanding the, I guess, the benefits, the accomplishments, the the resolve that we got from them that allowed us to fall off these wagons. And when it comes to analyzing this part, the fall off, is it worth getting back on? Now, as much as as much benefit as I got from doing yoga, like I said, it's I'm a I've nat I'm naturally I was an extremely clumsy chick, and now you know I'm just like regular clumsy. It ain't even that bad. That's something that I'm proud of. You know what I'm saying? The fact that my mind is more balanced. I'm proud of it. And because of that, and because I've seen such positive results, I've made the decision to put more effort into getting back on that wagon. Though the necessity is not there, it's now a desire. And I think that's what we have to, I think that is the, the main point of today's episode, guys. Understanding the best habits and routines that we've developed by necessity. And now that we no longer need them, actually making them personal desires because we should always desire our best. It's a survival technique to only strive when you're in need. That's not a bad thing or a good thing. When you need something, you need something and it's in your best motherfucking interest to put your best foot forward and to go hard for it. But once you get it, 
if it's if it if it developed something or it was bringing out the best in you, keep going for it. Let's think about with school, right? Nine out of ten people at least start off striving for the best grades. Now, everyone is different. Some people just don't have a love for school. Some people have um, embarrassment issues related to learning um, limitations that, you know, they're uncomfortable with speaking with. And even that is a big thing with losing a lack or not having a lack of love. But think I'm talking about think of kindergartners, like the first pre-Ks, first graders, the youngest of kids. Kids are excited about school. Kids love school. They love to learn. They're always coming back. How was your day, baby? Oh, I learned this. I learned that. Miss so-and-so did this. Mr. So-and-so did that. Me and my friends did this. I mean, it's an extreme love. And when you look at that same child, nine out of 10 of them, by the time they're in 11th grade, it's not that same passion. They're just trying to get through it because they have to. They need a diploma for a job. They need the um they need to finish school to shut their mom the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? They need to accomplish what none of their other siblings or what their parents, no one else in their um bloodline has. So that's their need for it. And once they've actually acquired these degrees, they don't get jobs in this field. They don't, you know, they don't pursue for a further level of, level of academics. They it just stops. And they reap the million benefits from it, whether it was a um, it was a good job, whether it was um, admiration from family and friends. Um, they, uh, you know, they got the fucking diploma, obviously, you know. But once you get what you wanted, once the necessity is met, we tend to let go of a lot of good habits that are actually beneficial for us. And I really, truly have not only seen the benefits of revisiting and retackling these, I, I share it with the woman that I spoke about in um, the restaurant. It is just my nature to encourage people to be the healthiest. And it's funny because she shared with me, it was, it was a necessity for her to stop eating the meat. She was involved with someone who didn't eat meat. And because of that, her need to make her relationship work made her decide or not made her led her to the decision to not eat meat anymore once the relationship was over she reverted back to eating more meat and it wasn't that she didn't see because we we discussed it she said she saw the benefits and things like that but you know she just didn't feel like it had the same value anymore it, you know and that's that word is really important. That word is really powerful, value. How do you value these wagons that supported you in one part of your journey? And you guys know I'm always talking about coming from either self-love and or gratitude. For this exercise, I implore you to come from gratitude. Thankfully, revisit these wagons that have carried us. And the ones that you are most grateful for, Catch them bitches the fuck back up. Put the wheels back on it. Get back on it. Make it a chariot and ride it. Ride it through. It doesn't have to be to the same level of discipline. I I would love to say that I'm going to get back on my 20 minutes a day 
um, working out every day, sometimes twice a day. Do I honestly see that? No, I don't honestly see that. I don't see the need to work that hard. I'm, I don't need a distraction right now. I'm extremely busy and I need focus. My time is extremely limited because I'm so focused, but I do know that I enjoyed it. And I do know that it was beneficial for me. And even though I might not need it as a routine in my life, I desire it now, which means I'm going to make more time for it. I'm slowly doing it. And I'm going to continue slowly doing it. And ugh, as y'all can hear, the backgrounds is getting later in the day. I'm about to wrap this up. I apologize for the noise. But um, yeah, we're at the takeaway anyway, guys. The takeaway of today is necessities are important during their time frame but the value the benefits that they manifest that they bring that they materialize into your life those don't have to be by necessity you can choose to make these benefits a desire and implement them throughout your entire life as tools to shape your best life and self be it exercise, be it quitting a habit, be it starting a new habit, be it drinking less, eating right, smoking, no, not smoking, um, shit, Some, you know, whatever habits, wagons, guys, that you may have wrote. If the necessity is not there, but the benefit is worth it, revisit it. Revisit it with gratitude, revisit it with love, and see if you can spark, not a need, guys, but a desire. Because remember, needs are tied to survival. And we're we're trying to reduce our need to survive so much and depend more on our ability to actually flow. Be like water, my friends. Bruce Lee, gotta love him. Word the mother, you gotta flow. And I think that's it. I'm going to wrap this up. I love you guys for listening. Enjoy your Tuesday and your everyday. Fuck that. Machache. Namaste. I love y'all for listening. Later, guys.